Hi, and welcome to 66 and 365 Bible Reading for Kids. We're excited to kick off 2022 with reading the Bible with you. Our goal is to help our kids be engaged with the Bible every day this year, and we hope that you'll join us. I'm Alana. And I'm Luke. And sometimes our editors will be joining us. Parker is seven and Carson is five years old. We want to be a podcast that helps adults and kids be in scripture every single day. And we can't wait to get started. Today's episode, we will be following the story of Balaam and his donkey. There are some pretty crazy things happening in today's story, and I can't wait for you to hear them. Numbers chapter 22. Then the Israelites traveled to the plains of Moab and camped along the Jordan across the, from Jericho. Now Balak, son of Zippor, saw all that Israel had done to the Amorites, and Moab was terrified because there were so many people. Indeed, Moab was filled with dread because of the Israelites. The Moabites said to the elders of Midian, This horde is going to lick up everything around us as an ox licks up the grass of the field. So Balak, son of Zippor, who was king of Moab at the time, sent messengers to summon Balaam, son of Beor, who was at Pethor, near the Euphrates River, in his land. Balak said, A people has come out of Egypt. They cover the face of the land and have settled next to me. Now come and put a curse on these people, because they are too powerful for me. Perhaps then I will be able to defeat them and drive them out of the land. For I know that whoever you bless is blessed, and whoever you curse is cursed. The elders of Moab and Midian left, taking with them the fee for divination when they came to Balaam, and they told him what Balak had said. Spend the night there, Balaam said to them, and I will report back to you with the answer the Lord gives me. So the Moabite officials stayed with him. God came to Balaam and asked, Who are these men with you? Balaam said to God, Balak, son of Zippor, king of Moab, sent me this message. A people has come out of Egypt, covers the face of the land. Now come and put a curse on them for me. Perhaps then I will be able to fight them and drive them away. But God said to Balaam, Do not go with them. You must not put a curse on those people because they are blessed. The next morning, Balaam got up and said to Balak's officials, Go back to your own country, for the Lord has refused to let me go with you. So the Moabite officials returned to Balak and said, Balaam refused to come with us. Then Balak sent their officials, more numerous and more distinguished than the first. They came to Balaam and said, This is what Balak, son of Zippor, says. Do not let anything keep you from coming to me, because I will reward you handsomely and do whatever you say. Come and put a curse on these people for me. But Balaam answered them, Even if Balak gave me all the silver and gold in his palace, I could not do anything great or small to go beyond the command of the Lord my God. Now, spend the night here so that I can find out what else the Lord will tell me. That night, God came to Balaam and said, Since these men have come to summon you, go with them, but do only what I tell you. Balaam got up in the morning, saddled his donkey, and went with the Moabite officials. But God was very angry when he went, and the angel of the Lord stood in the road to oppose him. Balaam was riding on his donkey, and his servants were with him. When the donkey saw the angel of the Lord standing in the road with a drawn sword in his hand, it turned off the road to to a field. Balaam beat it to get it back on the road. Then the angel of the Lord stood in a narrow path through the vineyards with walls on both sides. When the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, it pressed close to the wall, crushing Balaam's foot against it. So he beat the donkey again. 
Then the angel of the Lord moved on ahead and stood in a narrow place, where there was no room to turn either to the right or to the left. When the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, it lay down under Balaam, and he was angry and beat it with his staff. Then the Lord opened the donkey's mouth, and it said to Balaam, What have I done to you to make you beat me these three times? Balaam answered the donkey, You have made a fool of me. If only I had a sword in my hand, I would kill you right now. The donkey said to Balaam, Am I not your own donkey, which you have always ridden to this day? Have I been in the habit of doing this to you? No, he said. Then the Lord opened Balaam's eyes, and he saw the angel of the Lord standing in the road with his sword drawn. So he bowed low and fell face down. The angel of the Lord asked him, Why have you beaten your donkey these three times? I have come here to oppose you, because your path is a reckless one before me. The donkey saw me and turned away from me these three times. If it had not turned away, I would certainly have killed you by now, but I would have spared it. Balaam said to the angel of the Lord, I have sinned. I did not realize you were standing in the road to oppose me. Now, if you are displeased, I will go back. The angel of the Lord said to Balaam, Go with the men, but speak only what I tell you. So Balaam went with Balak's officials. When Balak heard that Balaam was coming, he went out to meet him at the Moabite town on the Arnon border at the edge of his territory. Balak said to Balaam, Did I not send you an urgent summons? Why didn't you come to me? Am I really not able to reward you? Well, I have come to you now, Balaam replied, but I can't say whatever I please. I must only speak what God puts in my mouth. Then Balaam went with Balak to Kirath Huzoth. Balak sacrificed cattle and sheep and gave some to Balaam and the officials who were with him. The next morning, Balak took Balaam up to Bamath Baal. From there, he could see the outskirts of the Israelite camp. Chapter 23 Then Balaam said to Balak, Build me seven altars here and prepare seven bulls and seven rams for me. So Balak did as Balaam directed, and they offered a bull and a ram on each altar. Balaam said to Balak, Stay here by your burnt offering while I am gone. Maybe the Lord will meet with me. I will tell you whatever he reveals to me. So he went up to a barren hill. God met with him, and Balaam said, I have raged seven altars and offered a bull and a ram on each altar. Then the Lord put a message in Balaam's mouth and said, Return to Balak and say what I tell you. So he returned to Balak, who was standing there by his burnt offering with the officials of Moab. Balaam proclaimed his poem, Balak brought me from Aram, the king of Moab, from eastern mountains. Come put a curse on Jacob for me. Come denounce Israel. How can I curse someone God has not cursed? How can I denounce someone the Lord has not denounced? I see them from the top of rocky cliffs, and I watch them from the hills. There is a people living alone, and it does not consider itself among the nations. Who has counted the dust of Jacob or numbered even one-fourth of Israel? Let me die the death of the upright. Let the end of my life be like theirs. What have you done to me? Balak asked Balaam. I brought you to curse my enemies, but look, you only bless them. He answered, shouldn't I say exactly what the Lord puts in my mouth? Then Balak said to him, Please come with me to another place where you can see them. You will only see the outskirts of their camp, so you won't see all of them. From there, put a curse on them for me. So Balak took him to Lookout Field, 
on top of Pisgah, built seven altars, offered a bull and a ram on each one. Balaam said to Balak, Stay here by your burnt offering while I seek the Lord over there. The Lord met with Balaam and put a message in his mouth. Then he said, Return to Balak and say what I tell you. So he returned to Balak, who was standing there by his burnt offering, with the officials of Moab. Balak asked him, What did the Lord say? Balaam proclaimed his poem. Balak, get up and listen. Son of Zippor, pay attention to what I say. God is not a man that he might lie, or a son of man that he might change his mind. Does he speak and not act, or promise and not fulfill? I have indeed received a command to bless, since he is blessed. I cannot change it. He considers no disaster for Jacob, and he sees no trouble for Israel. The Lord their God is with them, and there is rejoicing over the king among them. God brought them out of Egypt. He's like the horns of a wild ox for them. There's no magic curse against Jacob and no divination against Israel. And it will now be said about Jacob and Israel, what great things God has done. People rise up like a lioness. They rouse themselves like a lion. They will not lie down until they devour the prey and drink the blood of the stain. Then Balak told Balaam, don't curse them and don't bless them. But Balaam answered them, Didn't I tell you whatever the Lord says I must do? Again, Balak said to Balaam, Please come, I will take you to another place. Maybe it will be agreeable to God that you will put a curse on them for me there. So Balak did as Balaam said and offered a bull and a ram on each altar. Since Balaam saw that it pleased the Lord to bless Israel, he did not go to seek omens as on previous occasions, but turned toward the wilderness. When Balaam looked up and saw Israel encamped tribe by tribe, the Spirit of God came on him, and he proclaimed his poem, The Oracle of Balaam, son of Bor, the Oracle of a man whose eyes are open, the Oracle of one who hears the sayings of God, who sees a vision from the Almighty, who falls into a trance with his eyes uncovered. How beautiful are your tents, Jacob, your dwellings, Israel. They stretch out like river valleys, like gardens beside a stream. Like aloes, the Lord is planted like cedars beside the water. Water will flow from his buckets, and his seed will be by abundant water. His king will be greater than Agag, and his kingdom will be exalted. God brought him out of Egypt, and he is like the horns of a wild ox for them. He will feed on the enemy nations and gnaw their bones. He will strike them with his arrows. He crouches. He lies down like a lion or lioness who dares to rouse him. Those who bless you will be blessed and those who curse you will be cursed. Then Balak became furious with Balaam, struck his hands together and said, I summoned you to put a curse on my enemies, but instead you have blessed them three times. Now go to your home. I said I would reward you richly, but look, the Lord has denied you a reward. Balaam answered Balak, Didn't I previously tell the messengers you sent me? If Balak were to give me his house full of silver and gold, I could not go against the will of the Lord's command to do anything good or bad of my own will. I will say whatever the Lord says. Now I am going to go back to my people, but first let me warn you what these people will do to your people in the future. Then he proclaimed his poem, the oracle of Balaam, son of Bor, the oracle of a man whose eyes are opened, the oracle of one who hears the sayings of God and has the knowledge from the Most High, who sees a vision from the Almighty, who falls into a trance with his eyes uncovered. 
I see him, but not now. I perceive him, but not near. A star will come from Jacob, and a scepter will arise from Israel. He will smash the forehead of Moab and strike down all the Shittites. Edom will become a possession. Seir will become a possession of its enemies, but Israel will be triumphant. One who comes from Jacob will rule, and he will destroy the city's survivors. Then Balaam saw Amalek and proclaimed his poem. Amalek was the first among the nations, but his future is destruction. Then he saw the Kenites and proclaimed his poem. Your dwelling place is enduring. Your nest is in the cliffs. Cain will be destroyed and when Asher takes you captive. Once more he proclaimed his poem. Ah, who can live when God does this? Ships will come from the coast of Kittim. They will carry raids out against Asher and Eber. But they too will come to destruction. Balaam then arose and went back to his homeland and Balak also went his way. And don't forget to practice our memory verse this week. If you want to send us a sound clip of the verse you practiced, we will add it to next week's show. Send it in to 66365 at gmail.com. Donkey's talking, God allowing Balaam to see the angel. What an interesting, crazy story. And I'm so excited that we got to share it with you today. If you have any comments or questions about that, go ahead and ask your family, ask your grownups, or post on the Facebook page at uh, 66 and 365 Bible Reading for Kids or on the Instagram page at 66 and 365. We also have an email box where if you want to send in pictures you drew or uh, memory verses that you want to share, it's 66 and 365 at gmail.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow as we journey through 66 and 365.